All right. What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. What's good, y'all? I'm back with another episode with another special guest. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. But were you asking me if you needed headphones? Yes. No, yeah. As long as you can hear good, then you're good. Then we're good. <laughs> All right. And yeah, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Hello, everyone out there listening. This is Myla, better known as Myla Music on social media. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, performer, background singer, vocal arranger, uh, soon to be artist developer. I'm about to dip my toe into that pond. But yeah, all that living in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I'm an all-around creative and free spirit, just trying to spread the vibes throughout the world. That's amazing. So I've known Myla when she was in the group Merrill's. I was like, oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, I think oh eight. It's been. A, I I met you guys off of MySpace. I just know that much. Right. Many many, many moons ago. <laughs> many many moons ago. Um, and I remember, um, I'm not gonna play any of those songs, but, um, shout out to Melrose. I still think that's the, probably the best girl group that nobody really got to hear. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you, just to get into the podcast, going from being a, an artist that was in a group, well, your start, I remember, I remember actually the reason why it's funny. I don't even think I've ever told you this. The reason why I, uh, recognize Melrose is because I'm like that girl looks so familiar and it was you <laughs> and then it wasn't until maybe months later that I realized like wait a minute she was on making the band <laughs> like that's why like and because when I first found you guys you didn't have any music out yet you guys are just formed or whatever um but I was like she looks so familiar I know her from somewhere like you know and I just couldn't put my name on what it was but it was from making the band what was that experience like to me it was a lot of fun like I went into it you know understanding that it was a tv show like prior to that i had done another show on vh1 which i don't think anyone saw <laughs> um, but that show kind of gave me like okay these are the ropes this is what it is and um i went into it understanding that it was a tv show and i was going to take advantage of that look the best i could so it wasn't so much that i well no when i first went into it i definitely wanted to be a part of the group but going through the process, I was like, okay, not so much, but I want to milk this for all it's worth. And um, so I had a very positive experience. I made a lot of friends that I still keep in contact with to That's this cool. day. Um, and it, it, it was definitely the launch pad for, you know, where I am and how I'm able to work now. So it was great. That's amazing. Would you ever do reality TV again? Um, I'm pretty sure you've probably been asked for Love and Hip Hop yes, or something because I, I, I feel have. like everybody I know has been asked. <laughs> you know, we're in Atlanta. This is yeah. reality TV central. It, it would have to be the right thing. Uh, it's not something that I want to do per se because I'm a very private person. But um, I understand it's also like free publicity. It's a way to yeah. get your name out there. And so because I'm an indie artist, I see the value in it in that way. Um, so, you know, it just depends on what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know when this will be airing, but you might see me on the screen. Okay. Well, this will probably be airing in October, beginning of November. Oh, it'll be after that. <laughs> okay. Um, so just with the whole pandemic and everything that we've experienced with the social injustice and pandemic last year, how have you, you know, how has that affected you or how has that shaped you into the person you are today? The pandemic or, or like all, just all the stuff that happened. Yeah, 2020 the, in general. 2020 was, oh, she beat me up. Like, <laughs> on the surface level, it was like, dang, it sucks because we can't go anywhere. You know, my bread and butter is actually performing. So yeah. my finances were cut, but 
it didn't hurt so bad because of all of the financial aids that were in place. Yeah. But what I did not put into account was how much I actually need to perform. Like I fell into a depression because it's like, not only was that my financial thing, but it's my social thing. It's a way to get out of my passion. It's my expression. And I, all of that was shut down. So I didn't have a good mental year last year. Um, me and therapy got reacquainted again. That's awesome. And um, it, it was as, as rough as it was, I guess it was a learning experience too. So I want to think that it made me, you know, it showed me that I am a little more resilient than I gave myself credit for, but we're still working through some of that, but you know, I'm, I'm glad it's over and I'm glad that things are looking up. Um, it, it, it shined a light on some of my weak spots. And um, for me, that's not a negative thing. It gives me an opportunity to strengthen those, those yeah. parts of myself. So that's where we're at now. We're working on that. Okay. Well, that's amazing. So <laughs> Has, I know since the pandemic and how TikTok has taken off and you've been like everywhere on TikTok. I see you all the time on people's TikToks and stuff or not TikToks, but just on social media in general from your singing videos. How has that like, is that a different way of expressing yourself or how, how has that been? Um, It was something that I had to get used to because I don't necessarily like doing it. Like I love the exchange of a live crowd. So to me, you know, singing to my phone or doing like the little at home concerts was like, so did you guys like that? <laughs> no. Silence and it's like, hey, hey. So it was weird, but something did come good out of it. Um, when I was actually at home sick with, well, I wasn't really sick. I had COVID, so I was in quarantine. Mm-hmm in December and I hopped on Instagram to pass the time because I couldn't do anything. And I saw that Wanya Morris from Boys to Men was live. And I was like, okay, I saw my friend Bobby hop on here last week. Let me just, let me just sing for the people. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing anything. And so I sang and he was like, wow, like that was great. Like, okay, I think you, you can go through to the next round. And I'm like the next round of what? <laughs> Um, I didn't even know it was a contest, but long story short, I made it through all the way to the final 10 of what he's calling Wine Wednesdays. And um, because of that, I got to fly out to Vegas and we had like a, a Wine Wednesday meetup weekend and they flew us all out there and we got to do a song together and it was just really, really cool. So it opened my mind up to different ways of reaching people. Mm-hmm. Um it was definitely a a bright creative point of 2020 or during the pandemic because yeah. before that I was just sitting at home eating donuts and gaming <laughs> and being sad. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's everybody's struggle. Well, not mine, but <laughs> everybody else. Um, so, what would you say? I know you've gone to you know therapy and everything. What would you say your self worth is based on? Um. I mean, before I would have, I definitely would have said, you know, just being a positive and inspiring person. Um, this made me realize that maybe I have more tied into, or more my self worth tied into singing and performing, and being able to like get paid to basically have fun. It, it exposed that that is kind of more important to me than I thought. So. I had to learn how to kind of redirect that energy. Um, that, was, that was a little rough. I felt kind of shallow for that, but <laughs> it is what it is. You know, lesson learned and we adjust and pivot. I feel that. I feel that. I'm going to play one of your songs now. Okay. Um, and it's probably one of the first songs. And I, I want to play this song because I feel like uh, just what we're talking about. Um, and you're going to know this one is off your first EP, Silver and Gold. Uh-oh. <laughs> and there's it's a message behind it, which is why, you know, I feel like it's just appropriate. Okay. So here we go. Silver and gold. Sometimes I
wow. I can't tell you the last time I listened to that. Like, I don't even remember writing that. It's so, but I, I, I thought it was need perfect. I to go back and listen to it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because everything that you were saying, it like it just reminded me of that. I wasn't even gonna play that record, but everything that you were saying reminded me of that record. Like you know, just seeing the the good and the bad. Yeah. So I know that you've had a struggle. I wasn't even gonna talk about this, but I felt like it would help other people to hear your perspective of um, like so for instance with you. I know you say in the song that your mom wasn't necessarily that present in your life, and it affected mm-hmm. you. For people that don't have their parents or one parent or another in their life, really that good how what would you say to them to help them get through that, that burden or that, that struggle? Um, you know, we're going to touch on therapy again before <laughs> I went to therapy, not this time, but before I would have just been like, you know, just brush it off. Like you're tougher than that. Just, uh, I was that person for sure, but it was making me like a super angry person. And I didn't even realize that until um, literally like a boss, the, bo- <laughs> the boss that I was working for when I went on making the band, mm. she was like, you know, you know, we have like, uh, free healthcare or well, free mental healthcare. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> why are you telling me that? I don't need to know that. She's like, well, you just come across as really angry sometimes. And I was like really offended, but I was like, okay, I do be popping off. Maybe, maybe I'll go talk to the lady. Mm. Go talk to the lady. And she exposed, like, it really stemmed from, you know, my mother not being around. Like, I I was hardening myself to try to not feel it. I know some people feel things really deeply and, like, they get depressed or they'll cry about it. I was like, I'm just going to get mad. And if you look at me wrong, I'll punch you. So (laughs) we broke all those walls down. So I'm going to say... Therapy is your friend. I know with Black people, especially, there could be a lot of stigma around that, Mm -hmm. but it is really, really helpful. And, um, you know, as as I've aged, my mom and I have actually repaired our relationship, but as I have aged, I was able to see things like in a different way, you know, the same way that we are processing and learning how to navigate life. They were doing that. Yeah. At the same time, having kids, and it's like, oh, so you might have been going through some shit too, girl. Okay, I'll get you. We good. So, therapy, therapy, therapy. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I'm glad that you guys are having a better relationship now. So, would you say, excuse me, I have the hiccups. Excuse me. (laughs) So sorry. So, if you could, um, be in the Guinness Book of World Records for one of your songs, what song would that be? Uh, probably Honesty. Oh, I love that record. <laughs> and why that why that one? Um, I feel like it it a lot of people can relate to it. And a lot of years have passed since I put it out and it still works great every time I sing it at a show. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I wrote a good one there. It's like Maybe because it's so relatable, it seems to be timeless. So I would pick that one. Yeah, I remember Kay Michelle saying that our Kelly had told her that if if you write your heart and stuff, then, you know, you're always going to have a job and you're always going to, people are going to resonate more with the music. It's true. (laughs) So if you could have 10 minutes with God, what would be the one question or a higher being if you don't believe in God? um, What would be the one question that you would uh, say or ask, I should say? Oh, that's good. Um, probably, let's see, why why humans are so stupid? <laughs> by, by that, I mean, like, when you break down, like, our differences, things that, you know, people literally go to war over and fight about and kill mm-hmm. each other about or discriminate against, they're so stupid. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. so dumb, like you will kill someone because they have more tan skin. You will discriminate against someone because they they love someone that is the same gender or sex as them. Like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, it sounds really yeah. stupid when you break it down. So I would ask him, why are we so dumb? And we're so destructive instead of, I feel like life would be so easy if people were just kind yeah. and mind their business. But as my grandmother says, that would be too much like right. Yeah. 
So how how was it with the whole social injustice thing with the George Floyd thing talking to, you know, your child in regards to to that particular situation? Um, I didn't talk to him too much about it. Now he is very aware of things, but um I I tried to put it in a way, you know, some people are just ignorant. Yeah. Some people has learned behavior, but he would <laughs> Like one time he said something like, I just, I really don't like white people. And I said, he has a friend. I mm-hmm. said, you don't like Nico? He said, of course I like Nico. I said, do you like his mom and dad? Yeah, they're so nice. I said, they're white, but they're different. I said, okay, let's reframe this. Yeah. There are white people that would say, I don't like black people, but they think you're nice. Does that make any sense? He's like, no. I was like, so we can't do that. Let's judge people on a case by case basis like because the same and i know he's only 10 so he didn't mean anything by that but i just tried to reframe it in a way that he could understand because if someone was like walked into a classroom of his and they're like all all the black kids in here are dumb because black people are dumb he'd be like but i'm really smart yeah so let's not do blanket statements i kind of put it in that context as far as the violence i tried to shield him from that because I really am big on letting kids be kids. He's aware of what's going on, but I try not to get like too, too specific with it. That's that's awesome. Um, So how was it for you particularly? Um, I definitely had to pick and choose what I wanted to pay attention to. Um, I don't know. Do you watch Grownish? I love Grownish. So they just had that episode where... um, And it's really not that good at of acting i remember to one of my friends <laughs> telling my friend i'm like the acting is not that good but there's something about this show that keeps me wanting to tune in they have really good stories yeah so like the one where uh diggy simmons character was like you know it's not that i don't care i just it's the same thing every day yeah like, am i supposed to be mad every day i kind of take that stance i got to mm-hmm. pick and choose like i i would not scroll I, I like I will never I still haven't seen the George Floyd video and I probably yeah, never no. will it doesn't serve me like yeah. I don't need to you know what it. happened so what's the point mm-hmm. so I was really big on like guarding my gates as I like to say because you know it, it, it taxes on your mental health no definitely and, I was having that conversation with Pierre yesterday when I recorded the podcast with him and about things that you hear things that you see like mm-hmm. you internalize it even though you don't you're not trying to or you don't realize it and it'll affect you greatly and you don't even realize it yeah i'm very careful about that or try to be you know as, as vigilant as i can be so if life is short like people say why do you think that us as humans waste so much time on things that don't matter i think that a lot of people aren't allowed to be free thinkers when they're kids and so when you get older, you know, you don't even know, you don't know yourself. You don't know what you want. And it's like, if the world is all walking to the left and and you want to walk to the right, but you've been conditioned to do this, you're going to do that. Then you walked miles and miles down a road that you never wanted to be on anyway. And you wasted all this time when you could have just done what you wanted to do. I think people aren't, they're not sure of themselves. Not enough people. And um, it's kind of safe. It's safe to run with the crowd. It's safe to duck your head and just go along to get along. Yeah, I and totally you, agree. You kind of regret, well, most people, I think they regret that later on. So how, how can't was you back. your experience? I feel that you haven't necessarily followed the crowd. So what was, no. how was your experience with, you know, living your life and doing what you want to do? Did you feel that you've had setbacks and? I would say like the, well, there are some, some bad decisions I made on my own, but you know, I can, I can take those a little better than if I did what someone else wanted me to do. But there are a couple of times when I, you know, I try to go along with like a manager or whatever, or whatever, just, okay, let me just, maybe, maybe they do know what's best for me more than me. And I regretted it every time. Luckily I was raised to to definitely think for myself and i've just carried that throughout my life and um i I never really thought too much of it until i started noticing that other people did not operate in that way Mm -hmm. so i i honestly don't really know what 
the other side looks like too much, except for any time I've slightly tried it. And I'm like, yeah, that was, that doesn't feel good. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I've asked this question only one other time and um, they couldn't answer it. But the question is, what is the worst advice you've been given? The worst advice? I've been given a lot of bad advice. <laughs> um, hmm. Probably... Well, I know when I lived, so after making the band, um, I, I got a lot of interest to work with people and they were like, you're very pretty. You need to play that up. And not that I didn't want to play it up. It's just like being a pretty, prissy girl is not me at all. Yeah. And so that was horrible advice. And it wasn't because it's like, oh, be pretty. It was because they were encouraging me to be something I'm not. So if I go into a space and they're like, you should be more, more bubbly when I'm really just laid back. That's bad advice because you're telling me not to be myself. Um, anything that counters who you authentically are, I think is horrible, 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 horrible advice. That's awesome. So when they tell, you know, people tell you that all the time. Yeah, it's true. More of something or less of something. No, that's so, so true. I feel that in the work environment, I, it's like code switching, like, I feel like mm -hmm. black people naturally do that, even though it's not yeah. something that anyone necessarily tells you or like, it's just something that you hear as a kid, like, oh, don't do that because, or like, for instance, I remember one time where I was wearing sweats to school and my mom used to hate me wearing sweats. She'd be mm -hmm. like, they gonna think I don't take care of you. And, but in a sense, like that sits with you, you're like, okay, well, I need to impress these people in a sense. Yeah. And it's, it's a way of code switching. Cause like, who cares if I have sweats on? I'm right. pretty sure no one's going to think that you don't take care of me, but that's just how we're conditioned to think, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say, um, excuse me, is a lesson that you have learned repeatedly? So meaning that you probably didn't learn it the first couple of times. Uh, not speaking up for myself. So while I am a person that, you know, walks to the beat of my own drummer, Sometimes I don't speak up because I I really, really, really value my peace. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you speak up for yourself, it, it will rock the boat. And I don't want that a lot of times. I just, I like a peaceful life. But it never, it never feels good. It doesn't help any relationship move forward, whether it be like personal or working relationship. And then I have to end up probably backtracking and, saying whatever I was going to say anyway. And I keep doing that in life. Like it may not happen a lot, but there'll be times I'm like, oh, you know, I should just, I would just be quiet. Yeah. It just, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Advocating for yourself is uh, something that we all should do. Definitely. Well, I want to play another <laughs> record of yours. It's uh, off your last project. This is What okay. You Won't Do. All right. Set of characters that we play. I'm his girl, she makes him a world, then it falls apart. Broken hearted, she gave him all that she could give, and he just took her for granted. But I learned. to be because sometimes 
it just doesn't work. But it doesn't mean I gotta stay around here and hurt. Cause I learned. that record and it's yeah. really kind of like a woman empowerment record in itself um or just anybody in general like you know when you're finally out of a bad relationship or even a relationship that's not bad it's just not going the way that you want not for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> what would you say to those people that are in that type of situation because i feel that a lot of times um, people stay in certain situations just because they're comfortable mm-hmm <sighs> That can get a little tricky because, you know, comfort is is familiar, you know, but I think if you're waking up every day and you're feeling like super down, you're not excited about it, you feel like your self-worth is suffering, you have to ask yourself, like, is this really worth it? Like, is this familiarity worth me feeling like crap just for the sake of being with someone? And I think the answer will always be no. Um, so you just have to kind of find that love for self to to know that you're worth more. You know, you deserve more. You deserve to be happy. And, uh, you know, we can't be going through life. Just like you said earlier, life is short. So can't go through life just sticking and staying because you don't want to be alone because don't be good anyway. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. So if the world were to end tomorrow... What would you what would you spend your time doing today? Uh, sitting and talking with my son for sure. Maybe playing Uno with him, but cheat? a lot of time with him. <laughs> Do you cheat at Uno? Well, I don't think we really know the real rules, so we play. <laughs> oh, that's how you gonna play it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of make it up. Yeah, no, I feel that there's so many different rules to Uno, and then like I uh-huh. follow like the Twitter account, and I'm like, oh yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, who said you can't do that? Or you're supposed to do like uh-huh. people just making stuff up as they go. <laughs> um. So, do you feel that at any point in your life you've sabotaged yourself? Oh, many times many times and that's something that's kind of hard to admit but i'm a perfectionist and so if i feel like it's not really good or if i don't have the resources to make something look or sound the way i want it to like i just won't do it i'm like it probably won't do well anyway because the sound quality is not this or if i do this photo shoot and i don't have on like this type of outfit like it's gonna be whack so i'm just not gonna do it I mean, I've been sitting on a project for almost two years yes, now. Yes, you have. So that that answers your question. Yeah. Well, I've been <laughs> asking like, about it for, for a minute now. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know if you see my little yeah, you can see my little board. Yeah. Those are the songs, so I can't tell. They're all they're they're recorded, with the exception of maybe two. How many are you gonna is this gonna be a full album or Yes, I'm gonna do ten. Okay, okay. Is there anything that you can tell us about about it? Um, they're, they're really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but it's going to be, um, I I really do think that my songwriting has stepped up. I think that vocally I'm much stronger and much more sure of, you know, what I do. I've started collaborating with some new producers who are super dope. And I think we have like a really, really dope sound. So, um, and then of course there will be some of the people that I always work with as well. Um, New single in November for my birthday. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there now because, like, I feel like I have to put it out there. So I'm Especially to keep the the motion going. I mean, you're getting yes. posted all the time. So, and keep- I don't know if you've done this, but now that I think about it, have you sang your own songs on, on TikTok and stuff? No, I haven't. Why, why, why haven't you? I mean, I don't know. yeah, I feel like you I should know. to get people familiar with who you are sure. as a, you know, as an artist. I'll do like little cutesy videos and throw like the last single uh-huh. on there um, to see like the the vibes and people are like, oh, I really like this song. Yeah. I just sang it today for um, something I was filming today. Um, let's hope that they air it. But yeah, I was like, okay, I'm singing this in front of some music industry folks. Let's see how they feel about it. And they yeah. were like, 
you wrote that? And I was like, that, that's dope. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I need to start doing that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so what would you say, um, how do you handle, because I know you said you've gone to therapy and that it's been a su- huge success, but how do you respond to your emotional pain? Um, oh, as a Scorpio, I think a lot of times I, I just shut down. I like go to sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> go to sleep or I just, um, deflect. I'm very good at burying things. And so a lot of times I won't deal with it, but lately I've been trying to actually, you know, feel the feelings, like whether that means I have to cry or if I have to write it down in a journal, um, or exercise, exercise has been my friend lately, both for those COVID pounds and for mental health. So (laughs) when I'm feeling irritated or whatever, I'll, I'll go for a run and I almost always feel better. That's cool. I, I'm not a huge exerciser. I need to get into exercising. Um, but I'm just like, there's not enough time in a day for me yeah. to do it. And I don't want to go alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I, I know for myself that I need a motivational partner in regards to that or I just it ain't going to happen. <laughs> um, and I was talking to one of my friends today about it. And I'm just like, yeah, I would like to go to the gym with you. But you'd be going for two hours. Ain't nobody got time to be spending at the gym for two hours. Like I was like an hour max, I could probably swing, but I'm trying to build my own little empire, I guess you could say. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see if it happens because I can't be looking like a hot dog. Granted, I'm skinny now, but if I keep eating the way that I am, then, you know, it might happen. But I just started uh, to do, uh, I'm a flexitarian. I did not make up the word. Um, You know what it is? Yeah. Thank you. So Where you are mostly vegetarian, but yeah. you have your chicken, you have your fish here exactly and there. Exactly, here and there. I don't eat any red meat anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like this uh, medical condition, and I guess I have had it for a while. And finally, when I hit 33, and I look good for my age, uh, when I... <laughs> I was like, you're still 17. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I hit 33, which was back in April, I noticed that I started when I would wake up, I would be nauseous all the time and I wouldn't be hungry and I just I would only eat once a day and I'm like something's up you know so I went to the doctor on my birthday to get my blood drawn and that's when I found out that I have like coronary artery disease Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't eat bad so it's crazy that you know but it's common I guess for black folks to have heart diseases you know Mm -hmm. um so I my doctor told me to be a vegan couldn't do that all the way that's hard yes to like just cut cold turkey so i i don't eat meat very often but mm-hmm. if i do go out occasionally I'm like usually on the menu i was like okay i'll get salmon or i'll get a uh, chicken but um i've done some research and fish is actually now it's worse than chicken is for you for the simple fact that people throw their medications or whatever the case mm-hmm. in the ocean and now the fish are taking it so wow. <laughs> yeah so um it's actually going it's actually not as hard as it, i thought it was going to be Mm-hmm. The first two months were a struggle, but after that time, I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. I found different things to cook, and I yeah. think the the worst part of it is actually cooking yourself. Because I, w- if I want to eat something at home, I have to cook, make it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cooking is not my jam. <laughs> I'm on that. Yeah, so and I'm actually a decent cook, at, but I'm just like, who wants to do this every day? Every who wants to do this every day? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you recognize when your behavior isn't in a in in line with your values? Hmm. I I think I do. I don't know if my fiance may argue that. <laughs> I think so. I, I I feel like I'm a pretty self aware person. Perfect. I'm always checking myself because I don't want to be a, a jerk. I don't want to be a jerk. I feel that. I I <laughs> for myself, I noticed that this. Um, and I didn't notice it until this year because I was looking at old Snapchats that I did. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I mellowed out so much. Like some <laughs> of the stuff I would say or was saying on there, I'm like, I would never say that now. Like I would never do that. I'm not like so out there. I'm, I'm more mellow. And even my friend was telling me, she's like, yeah, just in the year that we didn't speak, like I noticed like a complete change in you. And I'm like, just in a year, like granted, I'm still like crazy loud or whatever, but... <laughs> I, I'm like, I want to be able to 
get back to that, but still mix it in with this. So I'm still being my authentic self because I felt like I wasn't, um, I felt like I was losing myself in a sense, trying to in a, conform to being a life coach or having this podcast. I feel like I need to act a certain way. But then I see Kevin Samuels out there calling everybody fat and, and, and ugly. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess I could still be me and do whatever I want. Just not that. <laughs> so talk to us about I know you just got engaged not too long ago or it might be a while ago but how how is that like being engaged and finding true love it's been a learning curve for me uh, I've, I'm a person that always said I'll never get married or if I do I'll be 50 when I do it like that this just not for me I would always tell my dad marriage is not for me and he would say you need to stop saying that maybe you just haven't met the right person I was like, I guess that's valid. Um, but because of that mindset kind of thinking that it wouldn't happen, and because I'm such a loner, um, <laughs> being part of a team has been a, an experience. Now, it's been a positive experience, but it gets uncomfortable sometimes because, you know, I'm not used to it. It makes me like feel like I'm like super selfish or closed off sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm not trying to be that. I think I'm a very sweet person, but my outward expression of my love yeah. is different than someone who may be a super team player or always wanted to be married. So it's been a learning experience, but it has been a blessing as well. She's she's super dope. That's amazing. I know I've seen that and I was like, oh my God, she's getting married. That's great. I, I agree with you in the fact of never wanting to be married. I just don't see the point. Uh, <laughs> not to say that I'm not going to be in a relationship with anybody, but yeah. marriage doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And, and then knowing, like you really have to know and find the right person. And I feel right. that so many people have found the wrong person and the yes, person for right now. Exactly. Um, because that's just what, you know, and I, and I was saying this on a, I've said this a few times on the podcast, but I feel that for women, especially like if you, a lot of girls grow up watching Disney movies Mm -hmm. and they think that they need to be with somebody else for them to, to be happy. Mm -hmm, For sure. And that's what they learn as a a little girl that, that teaches you that, you know, um, unknowingly. Um, like a Little Mermaid, like she left her whole family just to go be with Prince, jo- I don't know, what is his name, Eric or something, Prince Eric, like you left everything behind, you left your fins in the ocean just to go get with a man, like that's not even that, I don't know, I don't I don't understand. I didn't, I didn't watch those movies growing up, I was raised by my dad, so he's like, we ain't watching that dumb shit. Yeah, you're, you're, you lucked out. <laughs> Granted, I do like The Little Mermaid, but <laughs> it's one of the good ones, or, or Lion King, um, but... What would you say, um, what would you say, how do I rephrase this? Would you say that you're the kind of friend that you would like to have? Mm. If I, if I'm the same type of person that I am, yes. If I am probably my average friend, I'm going to say no, because (laughs) I'm so quiet and I'm just, I'll check, like, you know how your friends call you, like, girl, how your day go? Or like, what's going on? I, I don't do that. I'm yeah. very in my head. I'm like, I've got 40,000 things to do. And I'm tired. And my son needs help with his homework. And I got to work out. And I got to learn these songs. And I just be like in here. So I feel like sometimes I'm not as accessible as I should be. And just, you know, it's easy to check in on someone. Um. Yeah, I think I need to get better with that. I think I've gotten better with it. Um, I, you probably, you remember my friend Erica. Yes. She passed away. Yeah, don't that was cry. Smack <laughs> in the head. I was like, bitch, you didn't check on her for two days. And we talk every day. Like, I should have known something was wrong. Yeah. So that was like a wake up call. Like, okay, I need to be a better friend. I'm not saying I was how a bad long, friend. To her, how, but long, it was, how long ago was that? 15. That was 15 years ago already? Oh no, 2015. Oh, two, I was like 15 years ago. No, no, no. Yeah, and I had like I would talk to Erica often too on um, mm-hmm. social media or even through via text message. And then I remember I uh, when I went out there when I met you in person, I was able to meet her. I went to her house and everything. And I did not. I was like, she's like the sweetest soul. I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. I still to this day it makes me 
sad because mm-hmm. I didn't like. I mean, her and I weren't close enough for us to be on that level. But I'm like, when people die, like die, you always wish that you could have done more, or you could have said more, or you could have you know built a better relationship or something. It was definitely a person that even if you kind of met her like one time or you saw her out and about, she had like that type of impression on people. Like everyone was like sad about that. Yeah. She was such an adult person. Yeah, that's really, really sad. And it's been a while. I know like after that too, I feel like that wasn't my wake up call though. Um, my <laughs> my cousin, um, Oh, well, I'm going to say it already started. <laughs> I don't like to tell other people's stories because it's create your own story. Um, but my cousin uh, had about with a tried to attempt to suicide. And I, uh, good, good thing it didn't, like, he survived. Um, he ended up trying to uh, jump off of the two, 210 freeway bridge. Or didn't try, he did. Um, broke his pelvis in two places and stuff. And at the time, we were not communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a falling out and I'd still always check on him, but I'd like hit up his parents or his siblings or whatever. Like, Oh, how's, how's he doing? And, um, there are, they would always tell me the same thing. Like, well, if we wanted to know how he was doing, we normally would ask you. And it, it literally, we stopped talking over a misunderstanding. And I know that it's not my fault that he tried to do that. Mm-hmm. However, you can't help, but feel that you could have done more. You could to prevent certain situations or to make certain situations better. Um, so granted, I mean, our relationship's good now, but uh, it really just, I feel like that instance has probably one of the reasons why I was saying earlier where I've mellowed out and stuff. Like I, it, it really did affect me and change me as a, as a person in a sense. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't even do that many sinking videos anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. But let me get into another one of your songs. Okay. Um, and this one's my mom's favorite. Um, oh. And it's No Limit. Okay. Yeah. Turn up, turn up. Turn up, turn up. Turn up, turn up. Feeling like I'm from Mars, you from Venus, you shut my heart, it's open season, you got me so conceited, don't care, I'm gonna be that, won me over, damn you did it, can't believe it, boy you got me out here doing things I never did before, not for nobody, nobody, said you got me out here doing, doing things I never did for nobody. Gonna play for you, work that thing, got your name on it. Whatever you wanna do for you. Boy, you got me out here doing things I never did before. Not for nobody, nobody. Said you got me out here doing, doing things I never did for nobody, nobody, nobody. I ain't never been more That's a good one. That's a good, that's a good song. Uh-huh. Um, my friend wanted me, I'm not going to play it, but my friend's favorite song by you is Eva. And I know you guys had did that originally in Melrose yeah. and you redid it. And that's just a fun song. Are you going to have um, on your latest album that's going to be coming out? Well, I guess we say the top of next year, probably. Um, uh-huh. Any any songs that are more up-tempo? Because, I mean, your, your vibe is... And it's so crazy to me because knowing you from... Melrose, I would have never thought that your music would be just more chill and laid back. Uh, well, that was Adonis is doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really. I, I told the producer that I would like to do at least one up tempo. 
Um, so I guess he's working on it, but the pack he sent me was definitely mids. Um, Which but is kind of the cool. new up-temple up when you think about it now, when you That's listen to the radio. It, yeah. But um, the song that I'm putting out in November is, it's a sample of a song that we're all very familiar with. And it's a pretty, it's danceable. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. well, I look forward to that. <laughs> um, so if you were in a room, you could pick three people to speak with, past or present, what, who would those three people be and what would the conversation be about? Um, definitely Prince would be in there. Um, probably my grandfather. And let's throw, who do I want to throw in there? Somebody like, somebody like Tina Turner. So Prince, because he's just a genius, and I just feel like if I even touched his jacket, some of that might rub off on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would talk to him about, you know, maintaining mystique and like really tapping into your true voice because I feel like Prince was 100% Prince. Like yes. everything we saw, everything we heard, that was like genuinely him. He was never swayed by the industry. So I would just love to pick the brain of somebody like that. Um, my grandfather, because he was like my best bud and I miss him so much. So I would just like to have a conversation with him about anything. It wouldn't even have to be anything deep. We could talk about the weather and I'll be super happy about that. Um, and Tina Turner, just a very, very hardworking woman who has had to overcome hurdle after hurdle. Yeah. After hurdle. And it's like, how do you remain so graceful and so positive with all that adversity um, I just love being around strong women because it's a, an inspiration to me. And uh, I feel like they've always got some great stories and great. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. Especially coming from that time period. Oh, yeah. So what would, if you could use one word, name something that drives your success, what word would that be? One word that drives my success. Hmm ascension i always want to be rising and ascending to a new level of myself whether that's just oh i was very consistent with um writing every day this week or okay we hit number 20 on itunes charts with the last project let's shoot for a top five this time yeah um i always want to do better even if it's just slightly better because i feel like i don't want to just get stagnant in life so definitely that. ascension. So do you think that dating is harder now due to social media than it has been before like Instagram blew up? Uh, I think it's easier. I mean, you have access to more people. Um, to me, now this may not be for everyone because some people may go off of just pictures and like, oh, mm -hmm. they look great. I feel like when you have to talk like type I guess it's things talking but we get you when you you can't be like in someone's face and like tonguing them down and all distracted by their breasts yeah. <laughs> but you have to actually have some sort of substance so if you're not very smart I'm not going to be interested if you are a jerk if I've gone on your page and all I see is stuff about sex and women are bitches and that then I don't even need to know you because you've told me everything that I need to know um, I feel like people set a tone. Now, some of it could be fake, but people set a tone on their page. And I will definitely play Inspector Gadget yeah. and read their tone. And it's like, do I even want to give this person the time of day to get to know if they're cool? So for me, it's worked. Okay, I, I see that. I, it's funny that you said that, that people can be faking it. That's kind of where, well, that is definitely where I got the name for Create Your Own Story. Uh-huh. Um, I remember somebody saying on social media, like, dang, people could just be whoever they want to. They're creating their own stories on there. And I said, oh, that's it. Because, <laughs> I mean, you can, like, with social media, you can be whoever you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it gives people the illusion. Like, I even post stuff, and they're like, oh, dang, you're doing it big. And I'm like, I'm not doing shit. I still live at home. Like, you know, like, I'm not doing anything big. I still got the same amount of bills you do. And I still make the same amount of money you do. Like, don't let the illusion fool you. <laughs> but... Well, Look at it like that or you can look at it as you are somebody with great foresight and you yeah. are speaking into existence what you want to see this is true 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 yeah <laughs> my last episode with uh pierre we 
pretty much the whole episode where we're talking about that of speaking things into existence and everything and so i'm gonna say and i say it on every podcast that brandy's gonna do my podcast <laughs> i'm speaking into an existence um and it's gonna happen so i don't know when but it's gonna happen um so who is your favorite artist or who's somebody that if you were to paint your career after that you would want to have a career like that um She's one of my favorite artists, not the favorite, but someone whose career I really like is someone like Sade because she's been able to put something out, disappear, put something out. Okay, I'm sick of y'all, disappear. (laughs) And she can do that, like keep doing it. Um, I love Erica Badu. She does not give a damn. She is going to be her all day, every day. Um, I think I love artists who are free. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of my jam. I feel that. I feel that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you expect from yourself? I know we always talk about what we expect from other people, but what do you expect from yourself? Um, I expect to do well in everything I try. Now, sometimes that causes me not to give myself grace or I may self-sabotage, but I expect to do well in everything. If I put something out and people are like, oh my God, can you believe that happened? I'm like, yeah, that's what I've done it. (laughs) I did it for fun. That's hilarious. (laughs) And I'm sure that stems from, you know, being a kid and my dad expecting me to make good grades or if I played a sport, he's like, well, I expect you to do well because why else would you be doing it? So I'm sure that's just the same thought process. Okay, That's, that's amazing. So tell us something that's one thing that you can't tolerate can't tolerate somebody's trying to tell me what to do uh, it it burns me up and sometimes it may be the right thing because you told me to do it i'm not gonna do it i do it mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> so I, I want your take on the whole thing with uh the baby and his concert because <laughs> i have my opinion um uh-huh. but i and i'm gonna share that but what what was your take on it um what did i think about it? i think i tried to put it out of my brain <laughs> i didn't have the same level of outrage as most people did i felt like people say and do a lot of really stupid things in the moment without a lot of thought behind it um i mean he and and i don't hold him to a high standard because he, yeah. he seems like a pretty it's him. That's no him. shade to you, sir, but an That's unintelligent him. person that I would not, you know, I would not put the onus of being intelligent on him. Yeah. So it's like, all right, okay, whatever. But like, for example, um, I might say something like, uh, I don't even know. Um, oh, I'm glad that, you know, I don't have cellulite. <laughs> so am I like disparaging everyone who has cellulite? Mm-hmm. No. I didn't take it as deep. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious that he started getting things snatched because it's a great lesson. Yeah. Sometimes you need to shut your big mouth. Like people don't realize that when you have that type of platform, it does come with responsibility. Yeah. If you always want to scream, you know, like, well, I'm not your kid's parents or I don't have to be a role model. It's you, okay, you are. When these bags stop coming in and let's see what, what your tone is then. So yeah. I thought it was funny. I just wasn't personally like, I just like, he's an idiot. And one more thing. I have this big problem with like people. Like I don't listen to his music that much, but I do know like pieces of songs, like mm-hmm. women are bitches and he put his dick in their mouth and yeah. all this stuff. Clearly he don't care about anybody. So it's like, why do you expect him to be any different Yeah. on this subject? He's, he's an, an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really listen to his music either. There's like one song that I do like, but that's just because of the beat. Like he could have been saying anything on it, and I still would have liked the song. But it's <laughs> light, light. Uh, what is it called? Light, light girl. Now I don't even know the name of the song. <laughs> light skin shit. I do like that record. The beat. It, it just it's affection. But my take on the situation is kind of similar to yours. I didn't think. I think they thought people thought too much into it. 
Yeah, I'm like, I don't think he like he he. I don't think that he was. I mean, I can't speak for the dude. I don't think he was, as you were saying, thinking at all when he said it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think yeah. he was directing it towards anybody because, like, with the whole comment about like, you shouldn't be sucking dick in the car. Mm-hmm. Technically, y'all shouldn't have. Been, nobody should be doing that in the car. Like, it, one, it's <laughs> against the law. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I, I I don't think that he was thinking anything of it, but. It's everything that you do after that. And mm-hmm. that's what turned me off. Like, yeah, the, the <laughs> comeback was like, okay, you should have just. You did not said stopped. anything at all and let it just die down. You saying something just made it worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, like, it, it just depends on, I think, for most people, like, if you say something, then you don't mean to. Because, I mean, I, I think we've all have said something and we didn't mean it that way. It's about like yeah. your redemption and everything, and but if he the, the stuff that he said was like, well, you're not sorry that you said it. You're sorry that these things are getting taken from you. Granted, and then he's like going on there like, well, then, you know, I already got the invoice, so don't you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. so like, you're just not a good person mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna play this last song because I I have to play this last song, and I usually don't play the whole song, but I feel that like people have to hear this whole song. It's not on any project. Um, and you already know that this is like my favorite song by you. It's insane. Ah. And I just well, love the idea of re-recording it. You but... did. You did re-record it though. I mean, like for real, for real. Okay. Well, you should because it should make the project, <laughs> um, or it'd be a bonus track or something or <laughs> something. But it's literally you. I have both versions. I have the first version, and I was listening to it. And I'm yeah. like, this song's song, right? Yeah. And the only song that I that you haven't like thrown out there that I don't have anymore is the one that I remember I asked you a while ago about the the Kanye West remake that you did. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I can't find that for the life of me, and it has to be on my computer somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, this is insane, and yeah, talk about talk. Ugh, talk after the song. Okay. <laughs>
got some stuff I don't even know if I have. No, that's, that's with you, Kaylee, uh, Tamel, Sky. <laughs> like they always say that. Like Tamel will hit me up and be like, hey, do you have this song? Can you send it to me? <laughs> Um, but that that record, and you said, "Oh no, do it for real." I'm like, "That was for fake, like, because you was doing your good singing." I actually was like, "I don't." Okay, hearing it back, I remember it, but yeah, yeah. I still got the first one in my head. Oh yeah, 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 I had. I was listening to that the other day, but it wasn't as clear. And I'm like, "This can't be the new yeah. version." Um, it was when I was learning how to record myself, so it wasn't clear. Yeah. So yeah, but that right there, yeah. If you just record it again, if because you said do it for real, so like. I have to get my producer to reproduce it. So the thing is, I don't, I don't know who did that track. And I, I remember you telling did, me that before. I hit up the producer in New York. He was like, "Oh no, I didn't do that." I'm like, "Okay." So I don't want to put it out and then somebody pops up out the yeah, woodwork. Yeah, like, we don't. Are you still my song? Like, yeah. You wrote the record though, right? <laughs> uh huh. And did you read it, write it from personal experience or just? I did write it from personal experience. Oh, so you were shady back in the day. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> that, it didn't happen to me. I did that to someone else. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that song is, yeah. I, I mean, I can't personally relate to it at all, but just knowing that I know so many people that can, you know, like wanting somebody back and, and actually admitting, like, you know, I was wrong in the things that I did. So, you know, if you're not with me, you know, I'm going to go insane kind of thing. Not that I think anybody should be going insane and killing themselves over no girl or no <laughs> Or dude but like i get the sentiment of you know really being you know trying to right your wrongs mm -hmm. so any last words for your fans you have fans how's that feel <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'm like why who are y'all clapping for <laughs> okay <laughs> um just i thank people for being patient with me and still caring about what i am doing especially people like you like it really means a lot it makes it seeing or well, it makes me realize that what i'm doing is not in vain and um so appreciate it like you all give me fuel to keep actually creating so thank you for that no problem. um and then yeah just look out for the new single in november i am putting it out there to the world so it has to happen yeah do you have a name for it or can we get a name the name of the song I tell you that yeah but not that project because yeah the name of the song is what I'm asking. The song is Get Me Right. Get Me Right. Okay. Okay. So you guys can come up with your own interpretation until the song comes out. Cool <laughs> <laughs> dancer. So, you know, have fun okay. with it. That's cool. Um, well, <laughs> again, you can tell everybody where they can find you at. Your social All right. Videos. So on Instagram and TikTok, it's Myla Music, M-Y-L-A-H Music. Uh, my website is mylamusic.com. Uh, I'm trying to get back into YouTube but uh it's a little struggly right now so we'll keep it at those platforms why struggly it takes a lot to produce youtube content and once again i'm a perfectionist so it's like the lights have to so they do have on youtube now where they have like the minute long videos that you can do it's kind of like uh tiktok uh -huh. and stuff so you may be able to just put your tiktok videos onto the youtube to get right, another that minute. shows you how much i've not been on youtube i put like a hair video up two weeks ago and that was about it i don't know what it's called but it's called something else but it's on youtube and the only reason i know that because the couple um the scots i freaking love them <laughs> actually i need to hit them up and get them on the podcast um but <laughs> i love that they're the only like i don't believe in watching social media couples i think it's stupid i think all of these industry girlfriends that are popular for no damn reason it's uh -huh. just stupid however them i don't know it's just something about them seems so genuine and it reads mm -hmm. through more so the husband than the wife, but it just, he just seems so genuine and like just a good time. I'm like, I want to go to dinner at their house. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyways, they have a YouTube channel and I know they do her videos that she puts on TikTok. She puts them on YouTube, um, YouTube as well. And it's, I forget what it's called. When I figure out what it's called, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, and yeah, so you're able to upload them on there and it's kind of like the same thing. Gotcha. Okay. I'll look into that. Yeah. Different revenues for income, you know, Hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> But thanks so much for doing the podcast. I'm really elated. You're one of the first three people I actually asked to be on the podcast when I first redid it to create your own story. So I'm glad that, uh, and it's funny, the three people I asked was you, um, Tony, and Candice, and ah. all at the same time. And I literally just did them last week and you this week. So it takes time. <laughs> well, thank you for asking me. Of course. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for having me. Well, I'm going to hit my intro music. And if you guys want to follow me, you can do so at Terrell Garnett underscore. That's T-E-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T. -E -E 
underscore, or you can follow me on my website at terrellgarnett.com. We'll talk to you guys soon. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.